0: Everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Pod Jerky. I am joined today by my wife, Amy. And on today's episode, we are going to do a little bit of a television series review on a couple of the shows that we've been watching or have watched uh, over the last couple of months. So, the three shows that we're going to do are Ozark, Cobra Kai, and Hawkeye. And uh, we're actually going to review Ozark season four and uh, Cobra Kai season four as well. And then Hawkeye, obviously, season one, as it just came out. Um, But everybody, welcome to the show and welcome to Amy.
1: Hello, hello.
0: All right. So let's just get started on today's show. Uh, I'm going to talk about Ozark first. And uh, I didn't really start watching this series until December. I had no interest in it whatsoever. Um, But then I blasted through it in December, watched the whole entire series up until season four. And then season four was released, I believe, on New Year's Day. No, I think it was later. I don't remember what day it was released. Anyway, season sometime in January. uh, Yeah, season four came out and uh, it was just part one of season four. So we're going to take a look uh, a little bit about that part of the season and then maybe give our predictions on season two or part two of what we think is going to happen. So we start off the season with a car accident and we were thinking okay this is going to go into something into season four and see what happens with this car accident but there's no mention of it whatsoever so i'm assuming they're going to carry that car accident over into part two of this season uh it was just really weird so i guess what i think of it is they all got out of the situation they were on their way back home the accident happens and that's how the end of the story happens that's probably going to be your final scene that's what i think Anyway, but, um, but you think that's
1: how they're going to end it?
0: I think that's how they're going to end it. Um, so we don't think,
1: know whether or not they live or die. Uh,
0: they might go a little bit more into it, but I think that's how that's going to be the closing scene. They got out. They Everyone was happy. I guess they all were a family again. They were away from all the uh, dealings of the drugs and, and money laundering and all that stuff. Uh, they got away from all of that. And then that's what happens. It was almost like a kind of karma thing. Uh, I think that's what is going to happen, but uh, hey, you know we don't know until uh, we see the the part part two of it. But from that accident, we see them in Mexico, and we left off, I believe, season three with the lawyer being shot and killed. And you see them in the washroom cleaning up, and they're full of blood. You believe that it's from the accident uh, that just happened because that was the previous scene, but no, it actually ends up being the blood from the lawyer that got shot by. Um, Trying to think of his name again right now. Um,
1: her like Navarro in the Navarro. US. No, it was the other, the driver, the her.
0: Was it the driver? Remember, the...
1: and remember, she said to him the previous season, "If it's ever going to be my time, make sure you warn
0: me." Right, Let but they were in they were in Mexico with Navarro, and yep. they were at Navarro's place, and I thought Navarro yes. shot that shot no, her in front of them. It
1: was the driver? Was it the
0: driver? Okay, so yeah, I, yeah, I that's just... why
1: it was so symbolic because he didn't because they work so closely together in the U S right. Like he took her everywhere. He was like the representation in the U S for the cartel. Right. right. And she, I remember her saying to him in season three, if it ever comes my time, make sure you give me a heads up. Cause I think she wanted to say goodbye to her kids and stuff. And then he didn't, he's the one who ended up shooting her in Mexico.
0: Right. And, and, and that's where we see them cleaning up the blood. And then you find out that was from the, the uh, actual shooting uh, at the party that they were at uh, for Navarro and his kids and 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 all that, uh, but at this point we get to meet the nephew as well. So they introduce the new character of Javier or Javier um, that is introduced into the storyline, and and his story becomes a big part of this part of the season. Uh, I'm I'm assuming it's going to get much bigger as we go on. Um, but it's, this is who we're spoiler
1: alerts for anyone who hasn't watched it. Although I'd be shocked if you haven't, but just in case.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Javier turns out to be this menace and this this whole character that just doesn't want to listen to what Navarro is saying, uh, what he wants to do. Navarro is in charge of the whole op- operation um, with, with the birds, but uh, Javier wants to take over and he wants to do things his way. And he sees, I guess, Navarro as being soft with it all.
1: I don't know. I I feel like they're playing the birds in some way, shape or form. Like there's been a couple of instances where you see the uncle and the nephew's relationship through the series, where it makes me feel like they're playing them.
0: Yes I, and no. I don't know
1: if he's trying to just appease his nephew so his nephew doesn't fly off the rails. Although, I think and that's it's what I a little, think it is. Too little, too late for that. But I, I feel like there's something going on. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I think it's a little bit about that, um, but I think it's also that this, this Javier kid wants to take over his uncle's enterprise, right? He wants to take oh, over yeah, totally. the whole entire thing. So he's trying to get uh, Navarro out of the way and um, he goes about it in like a, a brutal way. So uh, yeah. certain things that Navarro say uh, to do with the birds, he goes against and then he goes back and he talks with Navarro and Navarro and him have this kind of okay moment and then, you know, Javier goes back out and does something else on his own again. So I I don't know where it's headed with this right now. Uh, I guess we'll find out in part two of the season and uh, hopefully uh, it's going to be a good one. Um, Apparently
1: it's not coming out until at least after May, um, because apparently that's when award season noms need to be in. And so if they release it after, at least this is what I've heard. If they release it after May, then they can actually be in for award seasons for next year. So they purposely oh, okay. split it into two. That's the rumor. How true that is? I don't know. Feels
0: fairly I, you accurate. You know, I, it's it's both smart and dumb at the same time because, you know, people want to see the whole season and they're going to forget okay. about it. But then again, when you go and watch uh, part two, you're going to go, ah, I forgot what happened. I'm going to go back and watch part one again just mm-hmm. to catch me up again. So they'll get the viewership that way. It's a little bit of a cheat way to do it. Uh, just yeah. like avatar did it in the movies and re-released their movie three times in theater and uh, hold the number one spot again but you know it, it is what it is and this is just the uh, marketing play of uh, these uh these shows and franchises but um we we also find a struggle with uh the bird's son jonah mm-hmm. um he he becomes uh, i guess a worker for uh ruth. In uh, what she's doing, she's bought this motel or inn or whatever it is Yeah, to launder money. Uh, Jonah's been paying attention to what his dad has been doing all these years. Uh, He's learned his own system. He's made his own system. Uh, So we see this rocky relationship between Jonah and his parents. Um, His mom goes in, uh, Wendy goes in and kind of steals information off of the system from him. Uh, just so that I guess Navarro doesn't get caught up with anything or they don't get caught up with anything. Um, and it's just this whole struggle of, uh, you know, teenage son versus parents.
1: Yeah. I, he's been a bit of an interesting character because all the way through this series, there's been these little hints that he, you know, he's being written off as the baby of the family. He's being written off as this little kid. Meanwhile, he's been learning over the, course of the last four seasons exactly i mean what the average person shouldn't do but what you should do in in order to kind of avoid kind of getting caught or how to actually run a successful business although it's not legit and i don't he's just kind of come out as this bit of a dark horse this season and i feel like he plays a m- much bigger role in part two that's my oh well, yeah that, that's I my mean, prediction
0: it's the character development, right? They had him as just like the baby of the family, like you said, yeah. and then they move on and he's getting more and more of a role and they developed his character a little more. I don't know what he's going to have to do with the outcome of all of this.
1: He just knows um, too much. Just yeah. knows way too yeah. much compared to what his sister knows. Like his sister's just accepted it finally. Yes. And has just been, I'm in the family business where I feel like Jonah has, this internal struggle about whether or not to support his parents
0: yeah and he
1: definitely has a battle going on inside compared to what his sister is going through
0: yeah and and uh like i said he was working with ruth uh at this motel and and doing this money laundering and all i gotta say is ruth is kick-ass uh her character her character is amazing she does a phenomenal role uh, for this for this part, and uh you just you get invested into this character. She's just phenomenal in this series. You, you
1: want her to win as shady as she is, yeah, because she's been so crafty since day one. I mean, here she is, like bossing her uncles around, you know, protecting her nephews who are literally the same age as her or maybe a little bit younger. like it's just, yeah, yeah, she's just like true to her name. she's ruthless, but she's has to be in order to be able to survive
0: yeah well and then you know we go into um uh the officer there uh, i don't remember her name now
1: um
0: yeah uh mia yeah so she ends up arrest uh, arresting navarro um against the bird's wishes against everybody's wishes she ends up arresting navarro and we're not gonna go too deep into that but we're gonna set up the end of the season here where we see javier go into uh Darlene and uh Wyatt's house, and yeah, if you
1: haven't watched it,
0: yes, if you haven't watched it, part. yeah, mute this part. Um, it was kind of a surprise, you know, you knew Darlene was gonna get off somehow. Surprise. Um, but Javier goes in and he shoots both Darlene and Wyatt, who just happened to be there at the time. I mean, he was kind of an unwilling participant in that uh scenario, yeah. um. You know, it was he was
1: expected.
0: Yeah, well, he wasn't part of the hit, right? It was just on Darlene. Yeah. Darlene has been a pain in the ass for everybody throughout the whole entire series. Uh again, she played a phenomenal part as well.
1: I gotta admit, the female leads in this show were great. Have been phenomenal. Like their characters, the way they were written, the way they were acted, have just been yeah, Amazing. phenomenal. Yeah, they were they were just because Darlene's great like her character is crazy and I hate to say that word but she's like I don't it was know a little she... bit
0: it was a little bit strange for me watching Darlene and Wyatt together on screen yeah, a little bit i think uh, that
1: made majority of people uncomfortable
0: yeah um but i guess that was the aim of the whole process there but uh yeah so we we see Javier take both of them out and then leave and Ruth ends up going to Uh, the house to go and see Wyatt. Uh, I don't know if she was trying to convince Wyatt to leave and come back with her. What it was, she finds both of them dead and we see her driving off and we're assuming in search of Javier and just, you know, raging mad uh, and crying. So this is setting up part two of the season uh, where I think Ruth is going to go and try and get her revenge on him.
1: Honestly, I feel like this story has so many possibilities. Like it is not, in my opinion, a predictable part two. I think there are a ton of theories on the way that this could end. And all of them kind of feel fathomable. That bad choice of word, but they all seem possible. Where, you know, it's Ruth standing at the end, it's it's Navarro standing at the end. You know, it's Wendy standing at the end. Like it's so hard to decide. Because there's so many powerful, incredible storylines. It really could be anybody at the end of this. Like, I kind of want to see Marty standing at the end of this. Like, the poor guy has just put up with so much. I kind of want to see him. I kind of want to see him come out of this with his kids. Whether or or not Wendy comes with him, I don't know that I care.
0: Well, see, this is is where I think it's headed. This is my prediction of what's going to happen, is that the birds are all going to get out. And this is where it's going to lead to the car accident. They're all going to get out. Ruth is going to take over operations. Uh, they're going to do a spinoff show with Ruth's character uh, from the Ozark. Right. And uh, the birds are going to be on their way back home to Chicago. And they're going to get into the car accident. Do and they that's, make it to Australia? So we don't know what's going to happen with that. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, that's my prediction of what's going to happen. I just think Ruth is going to take over. She was too important of a character to not let her win at the end and have a spinoff okay. with her. Uh, the birds getting out would be uh, exactly. Is she get out? Uh, well, um, she may die in the car accident. Maybe, you know, she may die in the car accident. So I, I don't know what's going to happen with the series. This is my prediction. This is what I think is going to happen. Uh, what about you?
1: I got to be honest. I really don't know. Part of me sees Jonah killing off his mom because he's just so incredibly mad at her because she's done so many things kind of shady in, in handling him. Um, also, I feel like she's the reason they're in as deep as they are, right? Like Marty had a nice little system going where he could just run the business a lot of the money and get out. And it was less about the politics and less about the, the winning, which she has this winning mentality. So part of me sees there's some form of demise for wendy i just don't know what it is or who the who it. um but i feel like jonah plays a part in it in some way shape or form and then i i think ruth comes out on top to your point it's just what that looks like i don't know
0: yeah i mean jonah has to have some kind of i mean if he doesn't have some Moment. part in the end like he has to
1: have his yeah. big yeah. yeah
0: i i i think so too um so that's our take on um Ozark, excellent yeah, excellent, excellent series. series. I, I wish I would have watched it before, but I didn't I mind watching to. it. I didn't mind watching it all in uh, you know, within a week to watch three, uh, three seasons within a week, and then catch yeah, up. You on the apart, right? you yeah, you kind of did
1: a part, right because you got to go right into season four after yeah. like a week after you finished, versus the rest of us that have had to wait almost two years.
0: And then you would have been like, oh, I forgot about that part. I forgot about this, but you got to watch uh, a, a lot of the episodes. With yeah, yeah, with me so. Um, Somebody I had, the still had to work break. over. Christmas. well, I had the Christmas break off. so I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's a whole thing uh, with working in the school, so that was good. But, yeah, I think that's our take on Ozark. and we're gonna jump right into the next one, which is Cobra Kai season four. Um, this series, I want to say is just entertaining. i I, I really, yes. really enjoy it. I mean, when we first started to watch Cobra Kai, you know, we thought ah, eh, this is going to be some cheesy ass, you know, teeny bopper kind of it started off as show. a YouTube
1: series.
0: Right. And uh, it's not going to gain any traction. It's not going to go anywhere, you know, because they've they've overdone the Karate Kid thing. They did it with uh, Jaden oh, Smith. Right. And, you know, um, I think Karate Kid went too far with uh, the amount series. of movies. <laughs> so now we're into this series where, you know, we've already talked about Cobra Kai, I think. And, you know, we've we've talked about how. You find out that um Daniel is kind of like the villain, and you know, Johnny Lawrence was you know the hero, and it was all Barney Stinson that said it was always
1: cute, <laughs> I was actual. waiting for the How I Met Your Mother reference. It, it
0: was the uh, the uh, Johnny Lawrence being the uh, actual karate kid, and and you listen to the story of you know how he was treated back in the day, but you, you never knew this in the movies, and you just find this all out now, and you just you know, see him as
1: the rich kid in the movie, right?
0: Right, and uh, it was just like, okay, this is. This is how it's going to be. He's an asshole and blah, blah, blah. But now you see the real story behind it and the struggles that he had and, you know, what he went through and all that. So uh, season four is uh, another good season. Um, we start the season off uh, with Johnny and Daniel. were getting together and uh, they're trying to beat Crease in the All-Valley tournament to end his reign. So his reign at Cobra Kai would end with a victory at the All-Valley tournament. And we saw Crease recruit... Terry Silver, who's another character from the actual movies. Um, Robbie ends up crashing Cobra Kai, uh, spending a few days there. Uh, They're trying to convince him to join. He gets in a fight with Terry Silver and uh, we go from there. Um, What are your thoughts at the beginning of this season?
1: I mean, it's the one thing I'll say about this whole entire series, including this season, it's very nostalgic. So You know, and if you don't remember some of the Karate Kid movies, when they bring these characters back and they do the flashbacks, you're like, oh, like they've just done a really good job about continuing from the original sort of story or the original movies. Like they didn't really create brand new, but at the same time they've incorporated a new story. So it's, it's been, it's been good. I wasn't sure what to expect with, with him coming back, um, it definitely went in a completely different direction as you go through the season than I thought it was going to go.
0: Yeah, and and of course in in this series we have to have the montage. Ugh, uh, there's so always a montage. Montages,
1: like and, almost and every I always, episode. But I always
0: look back to South Park, and South Park always does this whole joke on montages, and they have like they they do their own montage, and they'll be like, "You gotta have a montage. There's gotta be a montage." And, and I always start to sing that during these uh, these little montages in season. Um, but the montage here is Johnny learning Daniel's uh, style. I feel Like I
1: need you to like break out into hearts on fire right now.
0: No, that's not going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the montage, the montage is uh, Johnny learning Daniel's style and Daniel learning Johnny's style so that they get a better understanding uh, of each other uh, and their styles and how they're going to work together. Um, You know, I, I, I agree with that point, I guess, just so that they can understand each other's. Yeah. But again, it was, it was a little bit cheesy. Uh, We move into a a new character. Like it's the whole
1: internal conflict, right? Like you can see like these two characters have never been friends. No. And so despite the story, they still struggle to find common ground and it's that, that's apparent all the way through the season. Um, that doesn't change, right? But at least they're trying. Sure.
0: Yeah. I
1: don't know if it feels weird, but it makes sense as you go through the rest of the season, how it, how it all works out. But yeah, it's, it's weird.
0: Yeah. Um, but we're introduced to a new character in this season as well. And his name's Kenny. Um, he starts off as being bullied by, uh, Daniel's son and his friends. And, uh, you know, everybody always thinks that, you know, Daniel's son knows all these uh, karate moves and is trained in karate and all this. And we come to find out that he actually doesn't know anything, Um, has never trained with Daniel, has never done any of that. The daughter, Samantha, has. um, But um, his son has not done any of the training. So um, Kenny decides to join Cobra Kai and Robbie takes him under his wing to try and teach him. the, the discipline, I guess. And, uh, he ends up becoming a really good karate student. Um, but he just uses it for the wrong reasons. He was using it to get back at his He's bullies.
1: Convicted.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, the, moral we find, of the
1: story story.
0: Yeah. So we found out later on in the season that, you know, Robbie had some guilt, um, about the way he trained Kenny because, you know, it just didn't work out. Uh, he screwed up the way he he trained um, Kenny there, and well, he you know, didn't teach just... the
1: lesson with the training, right? I think it's, right. He right. forgot to teach the moral of the story of the story.
0: Right. So um, Kenny becomes this like off the rails kid, this angry kid um, who's just out for vengeance. And I guess they end up meeting in the tournament. Kenny and Robbie, uh, they're paired up against each other, yep. I believe. And uh, Robbie comes out winning that that fight. But you can see that there's going to be some conflict in the next season between the two of them, um, as you know, uh, Robbie at the end kind of you know goes back to Johnny Lawrence and 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 says you know I I I screwed up and I can't keep the blame on you for everything and you know uh, I think he's going to start to join with Johnny again and he'll end up facing Kenny and you know we'll get that kind of uh, clash between those two characters. Um, We actually get to see Hawk win the tournament uh which was a good surprise i mean uh you kind of were rooting for him to win the tournament uh miguel gets injured again so he makes his way to the final hawk makes his way to the final because uh miguel gets injured with his back again and uh you know you just you were going for hawk you wanted hawk to win he ends up beating robbie in the finals and uh you were like oh that's good for hawk because he was the character at the beginning of the uh, series that you were just like hmm care less you know he was just kind of a bully guy Well, he came out of
1: the last season with a not so not so nice image right
0: right yeah so i mean uh he him winning it was uh was a good i guess happy ending uh for uh his character and uh again we we see tori fight samantha in the finals we all knew it was coming we all saw that samantha was not going to win that we knew tori was going to win it tori ends up winning the tournament And we see um, her back, uh, you know, in the back area there. And Mm. Samantha's mom, you know, has been trying to mentor her because they get into some conflicts during the show. She gets her fired from her job um, and and they just have some conflicts over the whole family fight that they had at the the LaRusso house. And you overhear Terry Silver talking to the referee. Mm -hmm. He had bribed the referee to let Tori win that fight. He didn't score a point for Samantha when he should have. Uh, and then he gave a point to Tori uh, to end the tournament and she was the champion. So you see her conflict with that happening at the end of the series or end of the season. And uh, she just looks a little bit torn on what she's going to do. So now I don't know what she's going to do. She's going to just quit with Cobra Kai or she's going to go and join with LaRusso or with Johnny Lawrence. I don't know what's going to happen with her character, but she's actually been great. She's played a, a pretty good, like badass girl for the show. Yeah. She has that attitude. Yeah. The troubled kid, but that's not even the end of the season. That, that doesn't even finish off the season. Uh, we see um, Terry Silver frame Kreese, uh for something that he did and Crease is arrested and put into jail so that Terry Silver takes over full responsibilities of Cobra Kai. So now Creese is sitting in jail. And you're sitting there wondering, hey, what is going to happen now? Is Kreese going to come out? He's going to join forces with Johnny Lawrence. We don't know. But again, that's still not the end of the season either. Uh, we see uh, Miguel has left for Mexico. He's gone to see, uh, see if he could find his father. And Johnny Lawrence actually leaves to go to Mexico to try and find Miguel. He knows how dangerous it is over there. He shouldn't be there on his own. Uh, so Johnny's gone over to try and find uh, Miguel. And this was all in the last episode. So it was a lot to take in a lot of a lot of stuff to to take in to find out what happens at, you know, for the next season. But we're still not done. We're still not done with this season as Daniel. You
1: remember way more than I do.
0: Well, Johnny. Sorry, uh, Daniel ends up being at the gravesite of Mr. Miyagi. And you see him bring back another character who was in the previous season as well. And I, I believe his was name he chosen chosen is his name. C-H-O-Z-E-N is his name. Um,
1: From Karate Kid 3, right?
0: Yeah. So he ends up coming back to uh, the grave site and they're both paying their respects to Mr. Miyagi uh, and he's recruiting him to help Well, the, the whole, fight against the Cobra Kai.
1: Yeah. And the whole bet was whoever won the all Valley the other dojos were no longer allowed to be in practice. Right. So that right. was all three of them kind of figured if we could figure this out. And then Cobra Kai ended up winning by like a point, which means officially um, Miyagi-Do, Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang. Eagle Fang. <laughs> Terrible name. Yeah. Um Are no longer allowed to practice. So this right. is why when you see this guy come in, you're thinking, okay, what's happening here?
0: So either and they're like going to start interesting- a new school. I don't know
1: maybe because the interesting point about this particular season was between all of the coaches, the internal struggle to let a new style of karate kind of come into their, into their dojos. Right. So the, the big part that Robbie plays is teaching Miyagi-Do, which is more defense than offense and to teach them how they can play both sides. Right. And, the more you learn about the way that they're doing it, the better you're going to be at defending yourself and winning the fight. But the piece was is they all ended up doing it, right? So they're sort of everybody kind of got a mix of styles and things like that. So you saw a lot of personal growth with all of the characters, if I can't, I don't know how else to put it. So it's kind of interesting to see how that will translate potentially into the next season because nobody has a specific style anymore, right? Like everybody's kind of picked up, everybody's kind of, Good parts, I guess you
0: could say. Yeah. So th- this series, to me, it's not an Oscar-winning series. It's oh, God not, no. you know. but It's, it's
1: nostalgia. It's, it's entertaining. It's, it's mindless to to entertainment.
0: Watch. Yeah, it's mindless entertainment. You know, you, you like you said, nostalgia. You just remember some of these characters back from the, the actual movies. Um, I'm hoping that they don't bring in the Jaden Smith uh, character down the road if they continue with say. that. Um, <laughs> yeah, stranger things have happened. Um, but I don't know if they're gonna bring in that character. I wasn't a fan of those movies, uh, just I don't because. Even think I watched it. Uh, I, I well, I wasn't a fan just because. Well, I listen, believe, we you know, know
1: that you do not like remakes. Like, no, I do let's not. Let's just be no. honest. You do not, do not like the new twist on an old
0: story. I do not. No, That's it's uh, proven the other evening. <laughs> no, well, you know, let, let's talk about that quickly. We were watching Bel and not that it's not going to be a phenomenal series. It was just the way you're used to watching. You grew up watching. Uh, the, well, you the went original...
1: from comedy to dark drama. Right. Like, and it... you,
0: you went from a Carlton character who was a like nerdy sitcom. and yeah, to this Carlton character, which is, you know, snorting uh, Xanax up Something. his nose. And, you know, well, he he's... says in Xanax. Yeah. And uh he's the he's the man on campus and girls love him. And so you're just you're you're just looking at it going like, What is happening here? Because yeah, this is it's just, a very
1: different take on yeah, the it's a very,
0: very different take on the characters. And you know, Hillary, yes, she's into herself again with the whole Instagram thing or the whole social media but it, thing and whatever. You also but, yeah. took
1: it from like a nineties base where cell phones and internet didn't really like it didn't really yes. exist back then to a story they're trying to tell today where they incorporate all of social media and all of those pieces well i
0: figured they would keep the storyline from the comedic version just turn it into like a drama version a dramatic version which is not the case which is which has not happened in the first episode i don't know how it's going to go before you know like because you look at the
1: base essentially
0: but you look at uncle phil and you think okay all those years um, uh, uncle phil you know was a big heavy set guy will got yeah. to make fun of him a lot you know the inside jokes here and there and now you look at it and he's this like well-groomed thin um uh, character and you think okay there's i know it's not a comedy i know the jokes aren't going to come but at the same time you're like there's no opportunity for that to happen even no, just a jab. this is a
1: dark drama. yeah
0: there's no opportunity because you can't take a jab here and there even no. if you want to with him right so uh, no, it's it's a totally very, different
1: show. very serious storyline yeah. like very serious
0: but we'll we'll get into uh bel-air um well we've on only a, watched one episode, episode. only one episode today. we've only had <laughs> one episode released so far so uh once side that's side finished track. we'll get into that um but we are going to move into our third series that we've been watching and that is hawkeye and i think marvel's done a phenomenal job with the series that they've come out with they've had um Uh, WandaVision, they've had Loki, they've had uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and now they've had Hawkeye. Um, This this shows pretty much about Clint moving on so he can be at peace after the events of Endgame. Um, He has survivor's guilt. He's somewhat accepted that, and he's accepted that he's a hero. Um, He's a role model for somebody to look up to. Um, And then he meets up with Kate. Um, so we, we go into the story of Kate Bishop, who is now becoming Hawkeye. Uh, she was trying to find a name for herself near the end of the show. Um, and he said, Hawkeye is all yours. It's not, you know, it's not my mantle anymore. Um, what do you think about the start of this sh- series?
1: I, so when I heard that Haley Steinfeld was going to be in it, I wasn't a hundred percent sure I was gonna love it. Um, I kind of sit on the fence with her from an actor perspective. Um, She actually played a really good character uh, in this particular series. Um, I liked it. I don't know out of all four of them, which one's my favorite, but I would say this one, this one was pretty good.
0: Well, I've seen her in three series. I've seen her or movies or whatever. I've seen her in Pitch Perfect and Don't Care. I've seen her in Bumblebee and Don't Care. (laughs) and i've seen Girl her in Hawkeye. Movies. well bumblebee
1: let's face it i don't think bumblebee was her fault i think that that was just a,
0: a weird yeah. weird story and then the third uh one is hawkeye and i think she did a decent job in this show as well yeah um but the other two i could care less uh didn't care for the oh, acting gee, honey, i just didn't
1: anything. think pitch perfect was your
0: genre of movie
1: <laughs> <laughs> I phenomenal i love it love whatever it. the music's fabulous I,
0: it's not that the music's not good. I don't, I don't think the acting is great either, but I mean, you know, it is What's what it supposed is but to be anyway. This, this movie <laughs> is let's, let's get just back into this uh, review here, but
1: why it's fun to banter with you.
0: <laughs> yeah. This movie is um, more of a passing of the torch of Hawkeye and his character to Kate Bishop and her character. We find out about her mom, uh, Eleanor. Um, she's had dealings with Kingpin throughout her Like past few years, uh, she's in debt to Kingpin. We don't see Kingpin till later on in the series. Uh, We're also introduced to the character Echo, uh, who is his niece, I believe. Um, And then Mm -hmm. we get to see uh, Yelena as well in the series from Black Widow. Um, She starts, yeah. So she's she's the character who was hired by Eleanor to take out Kate, right? She was, um, Kate was the one who was going to be taken out of the equation uh, Yelena well,
1: I don't think she realized who
0: well she doesn't know like, right yeah right but uh, what's the
1: character's name I can't oh.
0: what do you mean the character's name
1: the one who she thinks she is like the mom thinks that she is I can't remember the name of the character ah, it's gonna drive me crazy
0: well you have a, a google machine by you that I you know can but you told me quick. if I
1: touch the desk it makes noise It does. Make um, noise. the so Hawkeye actually in Endgame. What was his Ron, Ronick? No. Ronin. Ronin, thank you.
0: Ro- Ronin, yes. So
1: she, because of the way that Kate finds the suit, everyone assumes that she's Ronin. Right. So that's why she's trying to get killed.
0: Yeah. Well, she does take up the mantle of Ronin for of uh, an episode or whatever just to try and fight off some, some bad guys. Um, she believes that the hit was put on by Eleanor's new husband or boyfriend, whoever it is there. Um, turns out he's just a nerdy swordsman, <laughs> you know, that he's uh, a pawn in
1: the evil game.
0: Yeah. And uh, that's all he is. He doesn't end up being anything in this. Um, but yeah, we're introduced to Echo. Um, she's a character in the comic books as well. Um, so she is trying to put the hit out as well on, on Ronan because she believes Ronan had killed her father. Um, so she's, she's got the hit out for, for her. So Ronin um, ends up, you know, the character ends up being chased Kate Bishop, uh, throughout the series, um, until we find out that Hawkeye comes out and, you know, kind of tells her that she, he was Ronin. she finds out. And then, uh, we get into the good stuff with, uh, like you're
1: giving away the whole series.
0: Well, if you haven't watched it, you haven't
1: watched. <laughs> sure enough. Bless you.
0: Sneeze fit there. Um, yeah. So, um we we go into kingpin being introduced as well we see him with eleanor uh, we find out that she has um the connection with him um and then uh, we find out that uh, echo finds out that it was actually kingpin that had her father killed it wasn't uh it wasn't ronan that did it uh, so there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on in this this whole series that ends up being uh, i guess uh, intertwined that the storyline is changing as you go on throughout the the, the whole series right now. Um, Don't really want to give away the ending. Do we want to give away the ending? Mm -hmm. No. Uh, We we know exactly what's going to happen. You know the hero always has to come out on top in the Marvel movies. Usually that's what happens, uh, except for Infinity Wars. That's not how it ends, Uh, but Endgame makes the redemption for that. But yeah, uh, Hawkeye was a really, really good series for me. Uh, I enjoyed watching it um i don't know about the other series loki i really enjoyed falcon and the winter soldier i really enjoyed wandavision i really enjoyed I, I i think the weakest one was falcon and the winter soldier to me um but i don't know there's a lot more marvel stuff coming out shortly we're going to have uh she hulk uh moon knight looks excellent uh there's a bunch of series coming out that are going to be yeah. phenomenal so, um,
1: and you didn't believe me about Moonlight.
0: Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be excellent. So we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. Anyway, the end of this, 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 uh, Hawkeye, we get to see the Rolex, Rolex watch, um, that we see with the shield logo and the number 19 on it. And, uh, for comic book fans out there, uh, Laura Barton, who is Hawkeye's wife, um, is agent 19. This is what we're thinking. The watch belongs to Laura Barton. She's agent 19. Agent 19 in the comic books is Bobby Morse. Bobby Morse in the comic books is Mockingbird. Uh, So this is why I believe that she was hidden all these years from the uh, team of Avengers, that she's actually Mockingbird. Not the Mockingbird from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. story, um, but this will be Mockingbird in the Marvel Cinematic Universe Um, she's just uh, a character that nobody thought anything of just thought mother of the children she was staying at home turns out that she is probably agent 19 and probably bobby morse and probably mockingbird they're not saying specifically if it is going to be mockingbird or not but bobby morse is supposed to be the character that she is
1: yeah i'll give marvel credit they have built a phenomenal franchise and everything that they put out if you're a fan, I mean, I'm not a comic book fan. I never have been, but I've enjoyed pretty much everything that they've put out. I think Guardians of the Galaxy, which I'll probably get slaughtered online for this, is probably my least favorite out of all of them. Um, listen, I'm not a like super fantasy alien type person, so it's it doesn't resonate as well with me.
0: Well and, Chris Evans in watch it. Them. well, and Chris Evans isn't in it.
1: watch them. Well, think Chris Evans is in it. Yeah,
0: Chris Evans is not in it, so she doesn't want to watch it.
1: Listen, there's nothing against Chris Pratt. I just, it's the story. It's not my, I watched it, and I will watch them if they come out, but it's not my, let's face it. If there is a Marvel movie on TV, we, where watch it. we get to choose from Disney. I'm likely picking one with Chris Evans in it.
0: Right. Yes, I know. Very understandable. <laughs> all right so those are the three series that we actually just finished watching and took a look at today uh highly recommend all three series to watch uh there are a few series that we've done reviews definitely on that gave I up haven't. more
1: thumbs up this round yes <laughs> I, as in previous, in last round,
0: yeah in previous episodes i i, I was kind of harsh on a couple of uh series that we had watched but you a know it was just you know well what was the series what were we watching uh, the other day that you well, there's a new one poem. coming
1: out, and you don't seem interested at all. So I'm just going to watch it without you.
0: Well, there. Well, we we just finished watching Peacemaker as well, and your thoughts oh. on Peacemaker were, <sighs> yeah, you, you didn't enjoy it. I did. I didn't mind it. I think John Cena was very stiff. The rest of the series was uh, pretty good. The opening dance scene was uh, kind of cool um kind of got you kind of got you like hooked on the song do you really really want to you know so (laughs) oh
1: my god please do the dance I'm not doing the dance I'm
0: not doing the dance but um Uh, I thought there was too many uh dick and ball jokes for it to be you know this kind of series Uh, you know what it is
1: with DC and I shouldn't say this because nine times out of ten half the stories overlap in some Mm -hmm. way shape or form um like it was just so stupid. Like, the whole storyline was just ridiculous in Peacemaker. And maybe I still have a bad taste in my mouth from Suicide Squad 2, because that was just awful. Just awful.
0: But it introduced Peacemaker, which introduced it this did, series. It did, which introduced
1: the series. But I'm sorry. I don't... If it's the writing, if it's the acting, I I don't know. Well, It's and- just... Not to me, not the same level as Marvel. Well,
0: I hear and there's going to be, and I'm not can't a
1: comic book fan, so I have no preference between DC and Marvel, except that I do because clearly I'm much more of a Marvel fan. Because anything that DC's put out, I other than Wonder Woman, um, and that was only the first one, because and the second Batman, one was freaking terrible, and the Christian Bale Batman, right. Let's be honest. No other Batman, just the Christian Bale Batman.
0: Oh come um, on, Michael Keaton. I know those movies were not great because of the the cinematography back then and the special effects back then. But Michael Keaton is no, a phenomenal it was too, Batman.
1: Too cartoony for me.
0: Yeah,
1: it was just too cartoony. And yeah, I'm just not a DC fan. That's well, th- this say. is
0: actually going to spin off another show. Uh, apparently, this I've been hearing... feels
1: like they're following in the footsteps of Marvel as well.
0: It's gonna um, yeah, it's gonna spin off another show from uh, the Suicide Squad. Uh, there's going to be another character. Maybe it's going to be Weasel because Weasel's the one that got to run off uh, at the end of the movie. <laughs> so it might be that guy. I don't know who else is going to be uh, a spinoff though. But I've been hearing rumors that there is going to be another spinoff show. It's not just going to be Peacemaker. Peacemaker has signed off for I might another. I just leave
1: you to uh, watch uh, that on your own.
0: Yeah, another season for Peacemakers coming out. I will watch it. Uh, I didn't mind it. Uh, I just, you know, John Cena. Because I was a wrestling fan for so long, uh, I just see John Cena as some like kind of comedic wrestling character, hip hop rapper guy um, playing this point like this, this part in the, in the show. I thought he was very stiff, uh, but I thought the show was but is that uh, the pretty character? good otherwise. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it, John Cena is not The Rock, right? I mean, I still look at The Rock as um, not a great actor either he, because of the wrestling He's background, right? Better. Yes. But I mean, the, the wrestling background for me, that's what I always go back to is his wrestling background um, and becoming this actor. I just still see him as like this, you know, saying, oh, this Rudy Poo candy ass, you know, kind of character turning into this like huge megastar kind of action uh, movie guy. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just see it as um, uh, I, I'm not, I don't agree with Cena being there cena's not a a leading guy but you know what but he draws in
1: fans he does he does for the franchise well casted i guess
0: yeah i mean that's that's my opinion other people may disagree with that but that's just my opinion on cena and i told you the reason why um i mean if he was just an actor outside of the wrestling business and he wasn't in wrestling before i may have a different uh, reaction to it but again i just see these guys as uh the wrestlers that i saw for many many years growing up and uh i just don't see them as uh, leading guys it would be the same as steve austin being a leading guy uh in a movie and it just uh, and it just doesn't work for me he, so. in, he
1: was in a movie
0: he's been in movies before he's but seen he's grown not ups the, too yeah but he's not the lead right no, so he, and, no, no, and you can see character. how you know he's stiff in those movies as well and you know it's just it's it's different from the screen from uh doing live action Uh, like live events to the screen. So, I mean, it is what it is. Anyway, we are going to wrap up this episode. We've gone on a lot of
1: tangents today.
0: We have. uh, This is the the three shows that we have watched. We're going to wrap this episode up. Um, Definitely recommend uh, these three shows to watch. That's Ozark, Hawkeye, and Cobra Kai season four. Uh, Go and check those out. Any final thoughts from you?
1: No, I agree. All great
0: shows. Highly recommend. Great. Okay. So... As always, you can find Pod Jerky on Instagram and Twitter at Pod Jerky. You can also find us on our link tree. That's l i n k t r dot e e forward slash Pod Jerky. And on our bite size, that's b y t e s i z e dot m e forward slash Pod Jerky. As always, stay safe, be kind to each other, and we will see you later.